Hello, and welcome to Art Radio. Art Radio is a podcast hosted by the Siskiyou County Arts Council, located in Northern California on the land of the Akumawi, Karuk, Klamath, Konomihu, Modoc, Okwanuchu, Pitt River, Northern Wintu, Shasta, Minimum Wintu tribes. We offer recognition and respect to these tribes and all others as we connect on native land. With Art Radio, we aim to uplift the creative voices of the county through this podcast medium. With the geographical landscape being a large challenge of connecting with each other, the podcast radio waves will be the connecting thread. Our priority at the Siskiyou County Arts Council is to cultivate strong and creative communities in Siskiyou County because we believe the arts are a societal cornerstone that celebrates diverse cultures and a shared history. To keep up with grant opportunities or our projects such as the Art Cart, subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website, siskiyouarts.org, S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U-A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. Thanks again for listening to Art Radio. Have a creative day. Today on Art Radio, we have artist Connie Meek. Connie jokingly says she is a jack of all trades and a master of a few. She has been involved in many different aspects of the arts and is also involved in planning art events and grant writing. She says she lives art. She was a kindergarten teacher and taught the Gifted and Talented program at Granada. She is the current president on the board of Liberty Arts and is on the board of the Wairika Preservation. We appreciate her so much. Thank you for taking the time to interview Connie. You're welcome. (laughs) Great. Okay, so now if we could do our little grounding exercise that we do every episode where we just sit together. So wherever you are right now and you're listening to this episode, go ahead and sit down and let's do a grounding exercise together. So slow down and take a pause. Stop whatever you've been doing. Breathe. And go ahead and turn your attention inward. You can do this by closing your eyes or you can keep your eyes open, focused on something that your eyes rest easy on. And notice your body sensations. Get curious and interested in what's going on with your body. So start with the top and go to the bottom. With your head, does it it need a little um, adjustment? How's your neck feel? What about your shoulders? They need a little roll. Your torso, your hips, your legs, and your feet. Are they planted comfortably? Are they crossed comfortably? Notice any emotions coming up. Do you feel happy? Do you feel nervous? Do you feel neutral? Make room for images to pop up as well. Listen into your thoughts. All right, go ahead and let's take the next 10 seconds to close our eyes if you want to or um, just sit together in silence and I'll bring you back. Here we go.
three, two, and one. Okay. How was your day today, Connie? It's lovely, actually. My garden is gorgeous, and I get to look at it from this view right now, and it's been a peaceful and um, productive day. I've been working before this, so gotten some things out of the way. I feel pretty good. Wonderful. Where do you live right now? I live in Wairika, um on Lane Street, and um, I have a what I call a grown-up house because <laughs> I lived in Montague for 20 years in a really cute little funky house that I loved to pieces and was sad to leave, actually. But um, I had to move to Wairika because of my husband's job. So here I am, and I've been here almost 20 years. So pretty nice. We're great. It's great to have you here in Wairika. How long have you lived in Siskiyou County in general, counting all those years together? Yeah, I came in 1980, um, September 5th, 1980. I had lived in Berkeley and um, had friends that moved up to the Klamath River in 1972. Um, they started a commune, Dutch Creek. So I knew about Wairika. I never, ever imagined I'd live here <laughs> because I was pretty much into Berkeley. So... Um, but I became a single mom, and my son was 11, and I thought it might be time to move to a different kind of vibe for him, and he wasn't too happy about that, <laughs> but he adjusted, and in fact, he's come back to Wairika and is living in Wairika now, so yeah, I've been here a long time, the longest I've ever been anywhere, 40 years. Wow, that's, that's four decades. Where are some places that you and your son like to go to when you first were here? Definitely the Klamath River. Definitely. I We've done a lot of river rafting on the river. The rivers here are amazing. The Salmon River is beautiful. The Scott River, if you get back far enough away from the ag, there are beautiful swimming holes. They're just, uh, it makes me so happy to be by the water. I love the water. I feel the same. Water is pretty healing to me. It doesn't matter how large or how small the body of water is. It changes me. Mm -hmm. like, like it cleanses me. My mind, I guess. Yes, yeah. I've always really lived near water, actually. When I was in Chicago, I lived near Lake Michigan. So, and then Berkeley. And that's quite a, quite a lake. Yep. <laughs> what do you think you've done in Siskiyou County that you can't repeat or recreate anywhere else? Well... I thought about this. The number one thing is I have friends that I have known for this long period of time that I don't think I could ever move somewhere and have that connection that I have had with these people that I kind of grew up with, really. I, I, I wouldn't want to leave that. It's very precious to me to have that kind of long-term connection. They know the good and the bad and all you know so I wouldn't want to try to recreate that anywhere else that's beautiful thank you for sharing that when you visit somewhere outside of Siskiyou County what does it feel like once you're back what's the drive like what's the process what's going on in your head as you as you arrive back oh I've done a lot of traveling since I retired from teaching and I just love coming home it's just like you exhale you just go <gasps> You just breathe again. 
And first of all, the bed, so glad to be in my own bed. And then just relaxed atmosphere. It's so laid back compared to traveling in Europe or, you know, big cities. It's just such a relief. It just feels comfortable. So I'm always glad. That's to beautiful. Home. Thank you. Do you feel like the mountain greets you as you come back? Or how do you feel about the mountain? Mount Shasta? I, yeah, I love the mountain. I used to be able to see it from every place in my house, but now the trees have grown up. So it's usually a wintertime event now because uh, it's gotten pretty blocked. But the mountain is really mysterious to me, and I have a lot of respect for the mountain, uh, a lot of regard for its majesty, and um, it's very powerful. It's a powerful draw. I really believe somehow that people that end up here are part of some tribe that have been drawn, you know, to the mountains. So, yeah, I have a lot of respect for the mountain. Great. Thank you. Let's go on to the art section of the interview. Um, how do you feel the art scene is right now in Siskiyou County in general or in your respective town? And where do you feel that you fit in? Well, I've been working in the arts for even when I was teaching. I I got a $75,000 grant to put in an arts program at the school for three years. And I was able to have a drama teacher, music teacher, visual artist, and um, dance person come on Fridays. And the kids rotated through all those classes. So even when I was working, I was really involved in the Northern California Arts Project. And then... Um, after I retired, I felt a little lost, and I got more involved with Liberty Arts. And um, when I said I plan events, it's always regarding artists. When I did Twilight, it was a progressive dinner, and we met with Monet and Georgia O'Keeffe and Jackson Pollock and Judy Chicago. And I hired four actors that portrayed these these artists, and it was wonderful. The piece that I wanted to do last year that we couldn't do was about women photographers and it was also a celebration of the 100th anniversary of women's right to vote so um, then I had a group of women that were meeting at my house that were really dynamic movers and shakers and we were ready to roll and do some guerrilla art and you know we did the county seat with the chairs and Boom, COVID happened. And so that group is scattered, and I hope that we can get it back together. We had the mayor of Wairika, we had Megan Peterson, Patricia Lord, business owners. You know, it just, it was really exciting and getting going. And then it was a tough year. It was a very tough year. So I hope that we can get that back. Um, one good thing that came out of it was at Liberty Arts because the kids couldn't come into the gallery. That's when the We Art Together happened where the um, the gallery sent out binders and all the materials for kids to do art projects. And these went to places where kids really couldn't even ever come out to Happy Camp and Doris, kids that really needed this. So that was probably the best thing that came out of the COVID I have a lot of um, hope for for the arts here. I think it it could really help to stimulate the economy here. 
you know, this is a precious little place and um, I think we could do a lot more. So I'm hoping that people are ready to go again now that we're starting to ease up on all the restrictions. So. Well, that inspired me to feel ready to go if I didn't already. Thank you. <laughs> if you, you said that life, that you live art, you said that you live art. So I have the question, you know, is art a lifestyle or a hobby? Could you expand a little bit more on how you feel that art is a way of life? Well, I wish you could see my house. <laughs> There's art everywhere. Um, I, I think it's important to create an environment that, um, that makes you happy, that stimulates your thinking, your creative ability. So I want that around me, um, the way I dress or the, I'm, I love color. I love to put together different colors and different, I love vintage clothes. So just my everyday being is involved in a lot of art. And then, you know, I appreciate the beauty of the nature here. To me, that's art. Um, the kindness of people is an art. The way things are spoken. I find that everywhere here. Then, of course, there's all the work of art. You know, the the actual, like working on that art project that we all worked on together was so much fun for me. I just could not even get away from it. You know, I just loved it. So it just, it's just the way I want to live my life. It's the way I want to be. Do you remember when you just made that decision to, that art meant that way, meant that art meant that to you? Yes. Well, I think even when I was a little girl, I was always drawing and um, I was drawing a lot of fashion clothes things too. <laughs> a lot of puffy dresses and stuff. And then when I got involved, I think I was about nine when I started the theater. Um, and that was just everything I wanted to do was to act. And I, I spent a lot of time involved in theater all through Chicago, through Berkeley, through here. I have been in several plays at SPAC. We always, um, I just appreciate that. And it's just so fun to be someone else sometimes. <laughs> so, um, and that's a way of living because, and I think really I'm, I'm an, very much an empath. So that really helped me with creating characters. So I don't know. I just, I think that it's always been inside me from the get-go. Thank you for sharing that. Is there some sort of advice you could give to some locals if they wanted to start going into theater? You know, any art, I think you have to do what you love. You not you don't have to worry about what people think of it or how you're going to sell it. Just start it. Just do it for yourself. Don't worry about all that other stuff. And and then try to learn as much as you can about the craft as you go along and give yourself the space to be comfortable with it without a lot of input. Then later on, after you've made your art or created your paintings or whatever you're doing and you've worked at it, you can open it up then to others. But I really think it's important to start doing it for yourself and doing what you love without a lot of critique or feedback in the beginning. 
because I think that can hinder people. I really do. And the other thing I learned when I was young um, and involved in theater um, in Chicago, everyone said, oh, you have to go to L.A. or New York. You have to go to L.A. or New York. Well, no, Chicago was great. Everybody came out of Second City that was on uh, Saturday Night Live, you know, so don't worry about having to go anywhere. Start where you are. It's really important. So two important things I learned. Thank you. That reminds me of the quote, bloom where you're planted. Yes. What do you, when you go and consume art yourself, whether it's through a person or you're walking in a gallery space that's more formal or more organic experiences, what does art do for you personally? Yeah, I art that I've purchased, it has a, I have to have some special, almost like an electric shock. <laughs> you know, it's just like, whoa, there's a connection there. It makes me feel something. I understand it or I don't understand it, but it makes me feel something. So it has to be, and my husband is a painter, so I have a lot of his art here too. I just it, I just love color. I love the beauty of it and the expression and the feeling. So that's what I look for. Thank you so much. What do you hope your art does for other people? Like your theater? Yeah, theater. I hope that... It um, conveys some emotion, um, makes people think. For the jewelry and stuff, I hope it makes people happy and joyful. Yeah, I think it's, I guess it's all about feeling for me, feelings. What does your jewelry look like? I have a lot that I've done with lapidary, uh, druzies I love, and uh, some, this is plastic uh, beads. I don't know if you can see it very well, but. It's very long. I can. I have a, I've done things with buttons. I have a whole collection of things. And I never sell them. I give them away to people. So they look like all kinds of different designs. <laughs> I can't, I don't do one particular style. So I was doing a lot of um, rope ones, long ones that you would just kind of put around your neck and, or tie in a knot or something. And that was fun. And then I stopped doing that, and I did something else after that. So I always move along. That's great. And then do you design based off the person? You're thinking about the person as you're making it, or do the materials really kind of give you direction, or a little bit of both? Definitely the materials, because like I said, I'm just making them for my own pleasure. But then I've had a lot of people admire them, and, and then it makes me happy, and I'll give them the necklace. <laughs> so That's really sweet. Okay, so now we're in the closing part of the interview. What is your favorite spot in the county to experience art? I would say Liberty Arts. <laughs> um, because there's such a variety. Amazing stuff has come through there. People from San Francisco or Portland or artists from different areas and then local people. It's just amazing. It is a miracle, and it's been going for 13 years. So the shows have been wonderful. And I wish everybody from South County would make it up here a little bit more. <laughs> so, Do you have a message of hope or encouragement to offer the fellow artists of Siskiyou County? Wow, that's kind of a big order. <laughs> it is a big order. <laughs> well... Almost everything I've said, I hope, encourages artists, you know, during this conversation. Yeah, 
you know, just go for it. Go for it. Do it. And, and find the joy in it, and then you can't stop doing it. <laughs> so, you know, and don't worry about the other, the outside yet. That'll come. So. Great. Okay, so the last question is just where can everyone find you on social media or you can you can promote your own your own stuff here or Liberty Arts or both. Yeah, I would just say please visit the website for Liberty Arts. People can get in touch with me through Facebook and and Wairika Preservation. Yeah, Wairika Preservation it is has really slowed down a bit because there's a problem right now with a lot of the older people that have been all the volunteers and workers for so long and they're slowing down or they're leaving the planet. And, you know, it's, it's tough because younger people are struggling to survive and working with children. And, you know, it's hard to do all the things that you need to do as it went with you a little boy. So I think there's some issues there for preservation and uh, we have to kind of gear up and try to get some younger people involved can you do a little hook for if someone wanted to volunteer what what would they be doing what that entail well when we get started um, first of all membership is so cheap here it's ten dollars for Wairika preservation and twenty dollars for for uh, Liberty Arts and Liberty Arts um, the board is going to be sponsoring um, memberships, some scholarships. So become a member and then you're connected and you will receive all the information and through the email and you'll be able to have opportunities to volunteer because different things will come up at different times. So we've had volunteers that have helped uh, hang shows. We've had volunteers that have helped us to do cleanup. We've had volunteers to help with the instruction for the explorations program. Um, so yeah, volunteers are needed. Become a member. And if you can't afford to become a member, contact me and we'll find out if we can get you a scholarship. So thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to say in this space? Um, no, I think I, I pretty much covered it all. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for spending time today with us on Art Radio, and thank you for making Siskiyou County an even more beautiful place to live in. Thanks for listening to this episode of Art Radio. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, Siskiyou County Arts Council, to see this month's upcoming Art Radio guests. We create a Facebook event page for each episode and each guest to make it easy to remember. Every episode drops on Mondays at 8 a.m. through various platforms such as Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Arts education is an essential ingredient for creating a social arena where ideas and feelings can be communicated with and without words, healthy human development, increasing self-esteem and self-awareness, developing creative, critical thinking, social, emotional, and observational skills. So we therefore invite you to join with us in playing an instrumental role in fostering the arts. Siskiyou County Arts Council is a 501c3 social profit organization. 
tax-deductible donations will support local arts education, creative social change, and community participation in social and cultural events. To donate, simply click the green donate button on our website, siskiyouarts.org, S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U-A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. Happy creating, and thank you for listening to Art Radio. Editing and production help is thanks to Aaron Levine. You can find him on Instagram at acovado underscore toast. That's the V and C of avocado switched around and then underscore toast. You can also find him on Twitter at Kobudo Justice. You can also email him jaaronlevine at gmail.com. Big thanks to David Blink for creating our beautiful theme music. He is the current music instructor at College of the Siskiyous. You can find him on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash David Blink. You can even go to his YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash David Blink. Also, if you just type him in in Google, great links come up. Enjoy.